Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Rams Up, a Los Angeles Rams podcast. We are a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We cover other SoCal sports news of interest, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Mark from Rams up here, coming back at you, dropping a podcast for the second straight day. Sunday morning, we dropped a recap of that Rams-Bengals preseason game that was just piling on to our YouTube drop that we pushed right after the game. This podcast, we're filling the gap between that last preseason game and the 53-man roster announcements. I have Paul Wallia and Tom Quartz on board. We are going to make our 2022 NFL playoff predictions. We're going to go through the entire league. Who are the divisional winners? Who are the wild cards? Who plays in those conference championship games? Who faces off in the Super Bowl? And who wins it all? All three of us giving you our predictions. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. Before we get to that, NFL Network announced their top 20 players, counting down those top 100 Boy, Rams represent it really well. We already knew they had Bobby Wagner at 29 and Matthew Stafford at 27. They also had OBJ listed earlier. And the Rams had three in the top nine. Jalen Ramsey, the top-rated cornerback, at nine. Cooper Cup, the top-rated wide receiver, at number four. And Aaron Donald, the top-rated defensive player, period, 
at number two. This is one of the few lists that I pay any attention to because I really am interested in how the players feel about this. But hey, they got one wrong. Tom Brady, at this point, a better player than Aaron Donald. Not buying it. They messed that one up. But still, good showing by the Rams. Three in the top nine. Five in the top 29. Not too shabby. A couple of notes on ex-Ram players. Cameron Dicker, the kicker. Cut by the Ravens. I didn't even know they had picked him up. Must have moved on there after the Rams cut him. And Tavon Austin, cut by the Bills. I was always a big Tavon fan. Be interesting to see if anyone else picks him up. Might be getting to the end of the road for Tavon Austin. We'll have to see. So we'll be back in a minute with our playoff predictions for the 2022 NFL season. While the wait is almost over, Rams fans, a new football season is about to begin Get ready for NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. This might be the best deal they've ever offered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I'm telling you, Rams fans, do not miss out on this deal. Hey, everybody. Mark from Rams up here, and I have two of my favorite guests. I have Paul Walia calling in from Long Island, New York. How you doing, Paul? Doing great. Always happy to chat with my buddies out at the West Coast. Uh, shout out to the Worldwide Ramley. And a shout out to Blue Thunder Dodgers. Looks like they're going to bring another ring to L.A. So it's going yeah, to be they're looking good. The Dodgers have gotten geared up ever since I said they were in trouble. I give you all the credit, Mark. I give you all the credit. Yeah, I think I'm, it's Joey I'm, Gallo. Joey Gallo has been the difference ever since they Joey Gallo. They've been on a tear. Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, by the way. <laughs> Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, Joey Gal. And we also got Tom Quartz of Rams Beat on Twitter. And Tom, you have an announcement. You are the new managing editor for Downtown Rams. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Really excited. Uh, new chapter for the site coming into the, the season and uh, bring a lot of uh, great content at downtownrams.com and as well as on the uh, Downtown Rams Twitter as well. So, uh, Really looking forward to it. We're going to do some really uh, exciting DTR spaces on Twitter, and then those will be simulcast over to the uh, DTR podcast as well. So looking forward to a great season and uh, bringing some great content to all the Rams fans across the country and the world. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah, maybe we can cross-promote a little bit. Absolutely. Um, So what we're going to do this episode, we are going to pick our divisional winners, our conference champions, and our Super Bowl champions as well for the 2022 season. And what we're going to do is we'll go through each division. We'll start with the AFC East and uh, talk about each division a little bit. And actually, let's start with the AFC West so I don't get confused on my cheat sheet here. I'll go first. We'll get this rolling. Um, I'm taking, surprise, surprise, the Los Angeles Chargers to win this division. Actually, maybe it is a surprise. This division is going to be a bloodbath. Uh, it could easily go the Chiefs' way. I have the Chargers at 13-4 and four and the Chiefs right behind them. 
I have the Raiders respectable 10 and 7, but like I say, it's a tough division. And I'm not buying the Broncos hype. I, I have them going one in five in their division. Again, I could have this completely upside down when all said and done, but that's my take. I'm going with the Chargers in the AFC West. What do you say, Paul? Well, I I love uh, the AFC West. I think it's going to be absolutely must-see TV for the entire season. Love what those teams have done to put themselves in uh, playoff contention. Now they just have to go out and execute. Obviously, all four teams are very extremely talented. You got two first-year coaches. Uh, now, when you have such a tightly contested division, in my opinion, I think three things will decide the division. Unfortunately, in the sport of football, injuries alter the outcome of a season. Second, I think the quarterback play will make a huge difference, especially in big-time games. Third, theoretically a 21-game season. Uh, depth is going to be pivotal down the stretch. You put that all, all into consideration. I'm going to go with Kansas City to win the division. They have the coaching advantage with Reed and his experience. you got a proven winner in Mahomes, and I think they have depth at key positions when you look at that roster. So I'm going to go with KC. Yeah, I'm with you, Mark. I'm, I, I like uh, I like the Chargers this year in that division. I, I think that uh, Staley going into a second year, I mean, he really stuck with his defensive philosophy last year and, and to get that installed that obviously uh, was led the Rams to the number one defense the prior year. And he did it on even though he didn't have the personnel. Like he could have easily uh, ran a, de a defensive scheme that favored his personnel that he had there, but he didn't. He went with his uh, his scheme would perk with people that didn't work and it showed right. They were uh, last or second to last against the run. They gave up a lot of points. That was one of the reasons that he went for it so many times on fourth down that uh, angered a lot of his fans. But uh, just the, the numbers show that, hey, when you can't stop somebody, you got to try and let your offense do it. So that this year, on the other hand, he's brought in a ton of talent um, in, uh, in both the secondary and the defensive line. Um, and he's really uh, he's got his personnel in place now that he can run his scheme with the right people. Uh, that offense was high flying last year, and uh, just an, another year uh, with that with that offense together. Um, and Herbert there will uh, I think they're going to have a great year. I got him going uh, uh, twelve and five to win the division, um, and. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about what teams are going to, uh, who else is going to make it there, but also like Kansas City there and and potentially even Las Vegas to sneak into that playoff picture. Still sounds weird saying Las Vegas to me. Um, and, and I should clarify, um, I meant to talk about this before we get started. I don't know how you guys went about this. You saw the, uh, the pick sheet I sent you, and that's what I did. I went game by game. I, I know a lot of people, when they pick divisions, they go like, ah, oh, you know, the Bengals are the best team. I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, and schedule is so important in a lot of these divisions. So that's why I went through every game and picked a winner, for better or worse. That, that was my approach. And uh, just just to, wanted to share that with everybody. Um, there's too, yeah. many, too many to go ahead. No, on that note, I just want to make uh, the point. One of, That was a big influencing factor for me as well. As we know, every team uh, in the division, in each division, plays the same exact schedule with the exception of three games and it's which are based upon you know, how you finished in the, in the, uh, in the season before um, the Kansas city games that are different from their division are at Tampa Bay 
uh, against home against Buffalo and at Cincinnati. Let that sink in. Yeah, Tampa Bay, right. Buffalo at Tampa Bay at Cincinnati and home against Buffalo. Right. The Chargers, on the other hand, are Cleveland, Atlanta, and Miami. So there's three games right there that could really swing the division. And I think in a in highly contested, close divisional match or races, those three games can oftentimes be the difference. And we'll see that. We'll see that in uh, in some of the other divisions that we discuss as well. Yeah, that's that's a problem the Rams are going to face too. I think exactly. Right. And that's what um, I did. I looked at the last six games of the season. When you're comparing the various teams, if you say you have three teams that are very close together, I look at the last six games of the season, right down the stretch, who has the advantage? Because we know a one game uh, swing could de- decide the division or decide the wild card. We saw that right. uh, last year as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Strength of schedule, although it's only differentiated by three games, when you break it down into sort of uh, thirds of the season, becomes very significant. Let's just go in the same order to keep it simple, if you guys are okay with that. Sure. sure. Um, we'll jump into the AFC North, and uh, I have the Ravens winning this, the best regular season team in the league. I have the Ravens coming out on top. Uh, I think that obviously the Bengals are going to be right there, and the Steelers – there's some hope in, in uh, Steelerville, right, with that young quarterback. And they always seem to come through. They always seem to be competitive. But I'm going with the Ravens with the regular season title in the AFC North. And uh, I just think the Browns, uh, I don't know, they're just, they seem to be doomed every season for one reason or another. And I don't see them being a factor at all. All you got, uh, who you got in the AFC North? Well, in the AFC North, I think it's the new black and blue division of the NFL. Love the competitive teams in this division. Uh, Next to the AFC West, I think it's the toughest division to call. Uh, I always want to start out by shouting out Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh, who I think is one of the greatest coaches in the NFL. And he's put together another incredible uh, coaching staff, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, If there's any one quarterback you know, since you brought up quarterback uh, that can play around the quarterback position, it would be Tom. So uh, Tomlin. So for you fans in uh, you fans in Pittsburgh, get those terrible towels ready. I think they're going to go back to what they do best: running the football with Najee, playing defense. And having said that, though, I think the division is going to go down to uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think in a couple of years when people look back at the Ravens, they're going to kick themselves for why they did not open up the offense a little bit. They got a Ferrari back there, and they are driving it like it's an economy car. I think he's going to have another monster year. I think the Ravens are going to play their traditional solid defense. I think Harbaugh is a very underrated coach. He's going to have this team competitive. Uh, They're going to go neck and neck down the stretch. Um, but I just think uh, Lamar Jackson is going to be the difference down the stretch, and I'm picking the Ravens to win the division by half a game. Nice. How about you, Tom? I like the Ravens also uh, to win the division. The uh, yeah, I think that uh, uh, Pittsburgh's going to you know have a kind of a, a rebuild year, if you will. I mean, not not in, in the in the traditional sense, but for them, uh, reestablish themselves. They got their quarterback situation. Uh, a bunch of new pieces as well. And so, uh, you know, they'll probably be at or around 500. But, you know, if uh, history is right, maybe a nine and eight year or something like that. Cleveland has its issues. Um, don't really want to get into all that. The uh, uh, But pick them to come in last in the division. 
But Baltimore, yeah, ekes it out again. I think this is going to come down to those three games. It's going to be between them and Cincinnati. I like actually Cincinnati as a football team better. I like them head-to-head against Baltimore and head-to-head against other teams in the league more than I do Baltimore. But, again, it comes down to these three games. Baltimore has the Giants, Jacksonville, and Denver at home. Cincinnati has at Dallas, at Tennessee, and Kansas City at home. Those are the three diff. Those are the three game differences. Huge difference again in this division in that regard. Um, that's why I give Baltimore uh, the nod uh, uh, over over the Bengals. Not to worry, Steeler faithful. Tomlin keeps his record intact. Will not have a losing season. Uh, this really surprised me. I thought I I thought you guys would both be all over the Bengals, but that's fine. We're all in agreement there. So we have uh, two of us taking the Chargers. All three of us taking the Ravens. Move on to the AFC South. I see Colts coming away with the divisional title. I think Matt Ryan is going to have a new life there, going to really help that team out. I think that's what they've been missing is just solid quarterback play, and I think Ryan uh, brings that. Titans are going to be good. They're always going to be there, but um, I have them uh, coming in second. And uh, the Jags... I think they're an improved team, but they're not ready for prime time. And, um, yeah, I'm taking the Colts uh, hands down in that division. Yeah, I think the AFC uh, South, I think it's clearly a two-team race between Indy and Tennessee. I think they played the smart move. They improved themselves at quarterback. When you look at the AFC and the NFC teams, um, largely you see the AFC teams have largely invested in young quarterbacks, let them develop over time. You see that with Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, Lamar Jackson. And if you look at the NFC, uh, the major players apart from Green Bay, like the Rams and Tampa Bay, they brought in veteran guys. So Indy went more the latter route. They brought in Matt Ryan. Um, Denver, you saw they did, did the same thing uh, with their quarterback situation. They brought in a proven winner. So um, I think Indy uh, definitely made the right move. They have a sledgehammer ground game with Taylor. Now they're going to have a more efficient air attack with Matty Ice, which is going to make them more explosive. I think they have the most underrated defense in the AFC. They never talk about Indy's defense, which I think is fantastic. And I think they have enough in terms of wide receiver talent to make some noise. I especially like Alec Pierce. So I'm picking them to win the AFC South. Okay, Tom, your turn. You're going to... Go with someone different. Uh, you, you got the Titans or the Colts, basically, gonna, right? Gonna stick with the Colts. Yeah, um, I do. I, I think it's another neck and neck race. Uh, unlike some of the other divisions, it's it's very top heavy and bottom heavy. Uh, Jacksonville and Houston are still working their rosters out. Um, you know, uh, looking looking good for the future, but they're certainly not not ready to compete yet. Um, again, I think uh i'm just going to stick to my theme that when it comes down to two teams that are very evenly matched contending for the division championship it is uh it can come down to these three games and i'm going to give you these three games again uh like i did before indy has new england pittsburgh and minnesota so not super uh not super easy but but um easy much easier than what tennessee has at buffalo at Green Bay and against Cincinnati. So three big differences in those games versus the uh, what Indy has. Um, Tennessee takes a step back. They struggle in those three games that I just mentioned. 
um, and uh, fare relatively similarly uh, against the uh, the same um, the same schedule that Indy plays. But those three games will make the difference. Indy pulls it out uh, by a game or so and uh, wins the division. Um, one comment on the Titans. I've always just felt like the Titans have a formula for success and it's, it's very specific, specific. And they, if, if things don't go their way, if things get a little sideways, they, they just can't find other ways to win. If Derrick Henry gets banged up, they turn the ball over a couple of times, they're in trouble. And, and that's why I, I just don't bet on the Titans very often, but they're very well coached, uh, solid roster, not taking anything away from them. Okay, on to the AFC East. And this was, I don't know how much we need to talk about this division. Uh, I'm going with the Bills and a runaway. I don't think, I think the Dolphins are still going to have issues at quarterback. Uh, the Jets seem to be jinxed. They already have some injury issues going on there. I'm not sure when their quarterback's going to be back. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I see the, uh, uh, I see the, the Bills taking this division pretty easily. Uh, they could have it sealed up by week 15 or so. Yeah, I think uh, Buffalo is definitely the class of the division. Uh, no question about it. Um, they're just too talented, too deep, both sides of the ball. I'm picking Buffalo in the East. Um, I especially like what they've done in terms of like signing guys like Settle, drafting Cook and running back. That awareness to understand to build depth, I think is going to help them through the season. And I just love Coach McDermott. I think he's a rock solid coach. I think he's going to have him ready every week. So uh, I think they're going to run away with the division. Yeah, I forgot to mention the Patriots. I was scratching my head. Who am I leaving out here? And, you know, Bill's going to find a way for them to be relevant. But, yeah, they're, they're not going to they're not going to challenge the Bills this year round. How about you, Tom? Yeah, obviously Buffalo went a runaway there. Um, and uh, they could have this thing sewn up by, you know, three, four games. Uh, left in my opinion, uh, very uh, uh, very solid team all the way around, and obviously we get to see them uh, a week from Thursday, so that'll be exciting. The uh, yeah, the Dolphins, I think, are going to have they have so many new pieces, um, you know, in, in terms of weapons, and in, in terms of offensive line, in terms of coaching, uh, and it's very rare that teams come you know in that situation in a first year and gel and really compete. So I think they'll uh, they'll do well. They might. Uh, challenge for a wild card, uh, but they're not going to certainly challenge for that division at all. So uh, Buffalo in a runaway um, with Miami, um, the uh, the best of the rest. Yeah, interesting. We agreed on everything except the AFC West, where Paul went rogue on us and picked the Chiefs. That's not really much of a stretch, though. Uh, picking the Chiefs to win the AFC West, not a long shot at all. And then but I did keep it in the Ramley when we talk about wild cards. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So for wild cards in the AFC East, um, who do we got here? I had my three wild cards were the Bengals, Chiefs, and Titans. Uh, kind of going chalk here. A lot of people are probably going to say, like, hey, really going out on a limb there, Mark. But uh, it is what it is. Um, I think that those are my three wild cards, the Bengals, Chiefs, and Titans. The, Bron yeah, the Broncos have a brutal schedule down the stretch. They have the Ravens, the Chiefs twice, the Rams, and they have the Chargers. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers in the West. I think they have the best mix of coaching, quarterback, and depth. 
So I think they exercise their demons. They pull out a wild card berth. Uh, in the South, I think there are better teams out there. I agree with you, Mark. But listen, to get into the playoffs, you have to have more wins than the next guy. And if you look at that schedule, the Titans schedule down the stretch, they play the Jaguars twice, the Texans, and then they get the Cowboys at home. I think that's going to be the difference. I think they, they pull out the wild card by the narrowest of margins. And then my last one, keeping it in the Ramley, my buddy Zach, Bengals win a wild card spot. They edge out the Steelers last week of the season. Uh, the Bengals are the third. I think they have uh, they've done enough, especially on the offensive line, and I think they've done enough to make themselves competitive again. Um, I like. Uh, I think Zach is just one of the the better coaches out there. I think they're going to use Mixon a lot more this year, and they I love that that combination of Burrow and that wide receiver trio. I'm picking the Bengals to take the one of the wild card spots. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that last five games for the Titans. I meant to mention that I had them winning their last five games. Uh, yeah, they get the Jags twice and the Texans, as you mentioned, and uh, I had them getting picking up wins against the Chargers and Cowboys as well. Um, okay, how about you, Tom? Who are your wild cards? Yeah, throw, so, us, a, throw uh, us a surprise team, man. Mix it up. Mix okay, up. I have a I have a surprise team. Um, I'm going to go Jacksonville. That. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go kind of chalk with Cincinnati and Kansas City. We kind of talked about them and, um, uh, you know, two teams that I think are as good as the teams that I had picking uh, that I had picked in the to win the division. But uh, as I had mentioned, the, the those three games um, kind of tilted the difference there. But uh, so Cincinnati, Kansas City for sure are in. And my uh, my long shot to make the playoffs is the Las Vegas Raiders. So, yeah, and that's not that's not yeah. a real that's not a stretch either, though, right? Their 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 roster is really solid at this point. Yeah, they're not picked to do us because that that's uh, such a tough division, obviously. Um, and then they have a tough schedule all the way through. Um, obviously, play the uh, NFC West, uh, AFC South. So um, you know, it's a a, a tough a tough road. Um, they play at New Orleans, at Pittsburgh, uh, as well as well as against New England. In the three games uh, difference, the, th the three different games. So, uh, but anyway, no, I just like their roster. I like what they've done. I like their, uh, I like the, uh, uh, you know, the new coaching staff. Um, I think, uh, you know, everybody's just going to get re-energized on that team. I mean, the fact that they could do what they did last year in uh, with all that adversity and all that chaos um, is, uh, you know, Carr just sort of keeping them together really became a real leader of that team. And uh, so I think. Uh, Anyway, I'm, I'm gonna. I, I have a lot of confidence in them. I'm rooting for them to uh, to put it all together and uh, see them making the wild card. So Tom is rolling the dice in Las Vegas. Look at that. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well played. Well That's played. It. I will say this. Um, one thing I did like, I love the moves with Jones and Devontae Adams. I think you know, particularly with Adams and Carr now, and that running back stable, they have you know some quality quality veteran leadership Chandler Jones on the other side was a nice move with Max Kirby. I think that's going to work out really well I think the one the one differential for me was when you look at that roster is the depth particularly on the O-line and as those injuries mount I think that's going to be the undoing for the Raiders and particularly in those close games I'm also not a big Josh McDaniels fan uh, when it comes to being a head coach so I think those two together 
But I agree with you. If there's anybody to roll the dice with, the Raiders, uh, they have a lot of that character aspect of it. I think that's really attractive uh, for a long-haul season. So, yeah, good play. And and they have uh, two games at SoFi, so that's that's to their advantage, too. I, I mentioned at one of my a, a Raider-Charger game at SoFi. Uh, I wouldn't want to be there. Let's just say that. Um, okay, so as far as the AFC championships, surprise, surprise, um, uh, I'm having I have the Bills beating the Chargers in the title game and advancing to the Super Bowl. That game would be played in Buffalo per my bracket, and I just don't have a good feeling the Chargers get to the AFC championship game in Buffalo in January that that's going to end well for them. Uh, two great minds think alike. I same thing. I think they play take advantage of probably the greatest home field advantage in the AFC, even trumping Denver. Um, and I think that is the difference. They make it to the big show, Buffalo. Yeah, in the championship game, um, I'm going to go with uh, Buffalo uh, over Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati makes another run. Um, in the playoffs, uh, but doesn't quite get there. They get back to the championship game, but but Buffalo gets them. And um, so, uh, yeah, I really like Cincinnati. I think they're going to put it together. And, and obviously, they got to stay healthy. That offensive new offensive line's got to take take time to gel. They're going to put it put on a really strong run at the uh, at the end of the year. And um, you know, they get at the end of the year Cleveland, New England. Yeah, they have they get Buffalo at home um, and Baltimore at home. So. Uh, so, yeah, really like Cincinnati to make around the playoffs, but Buffalo ultimately wins the, champ- the AFC Championship. Okay. Well, we've decided it here. It's it's a foregone conclusion. Buffalo to the Super Bowl. Let's figure out who they're going to be playing. Uh, we'll save the NFC West for last. How about that? Uh, let's go to the NFC East. And uh, I really think it's a two-team race here as well. Cowboys already lost their starting left tackle, right? He may be back by the end of the year. Uh, I don't like their offense, uh, their weapons, aside from C.D. Lamb. uh, Not thrilled with their offensive attack, the weapons they have. Uh, But I'm really feeling it for the Eagles. And, and, you know, I'm kind of jumping on the bandwagon. A lot of people, everybody's picking the Eagles. Uh, And I am too. I'm taking the Eagles in the NFC East. Right. I think sometimes, you know, it is what it is. And when something looks a certain way, it just is, right? When you look at this division, one team jumps off the paper, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you know, they have the easiest schedule in the league on paper. and But Jalen, I mean, he's going to be a fantasy monster this year. I just love that kid. He's electric. I think the Eagles are a well-rounded team. I think that's the difference. And I like the job Sirianni has done. Great job week in, week out gets his team ready to play. I think the Eagles run away with that division. The Cowboys, too many question marks. They lost to Ron Smith uh, for most of the year. I think he's out for, what, the first, I think, 11 to 12 games. Right. And, but more importantly, McCarthy is not the answer in Dallas. And I think they should have really moved on. But I think uh, I just think they're going to come up short. I think the Eagles run away with it. Okay. How about you, Tom? Yeah, also, uh, I'm on the Eagles bandwagon for sure love what they've done i think they put it together uh you know in, in this year and um you know, jalen has a has a huge year uh i also am equally down on dallas not only is their roster not as good as it has been they lost a lot of 
weapons. They obviously had had their injuries. And uh, but most importantly, that uh, front office uh, ownership, front office and coaching staff is a disaster. Um, and I think it's a, a dumpster fire. It's uh, even the cowboy fans who are typically optimistic fans. Um, I know it and uh, it's going to blow up um, this year. McCarthy should have been let go maybe after last year. Uh, there's a lot of issues with Kellen Moore being Jerry Jones's guy. McCarthy can't even choose his own coordinators. Dan Quinn is reasserting himself, and um, uh, it's it's a mess, and it's gonna uh, it's gonna show through, especially with their uh, you know less talent that they have have ever had really in the last several seasons. So um, yeah, Dallas is gonna crash and burn. Philly runs away with that division. All in agreement. Three votes for the Eagles. And we'll move on to the NFC. Uh, let's see, the NFC North. And this is where I may have a surprise for you. Uh, I'm kind of all in on the Vikings. And uh, maybe I'm just trying to be contrarian here, but I'm taking the Vikings to win that division. Actually, I see it extremely close, maybe even a tiebreaker situation. If they can stay healthy on offense, uh, the new coach there, if, he, uh, if he's the offensive Guru, I think he might be. Their defense has been lacking the last few years, obviously. But uh, I'm taking the Vikings. Packers will be there, obviously. But um, And, and uh, I still like the Lions. I think the Lions uh, are going to be a surprise team this year. They are going to be relevant for sure, I think. Uh, I, that coach still cracks me up. I've seen – I watched some of the, uh, you know, the HBO show, Hard Knocks, and – you know, sometimes it's like, oh, this guy's too much. And then other times I'm like, I love this guy. I love his approach. But um, I, I think the Lions are going to be okay. I love their, their uh, Hutchinson, the defensive end. I think he's going to be a rock star. Uh, but uh, all said and done, taking the Vikings to edge the Packers in the NFC North. And you can both start telling me how wrong I am. You're, you can go first, Paul. You're never wrong for keeping it in the Ramley. You're never wrong for doing that, okay? So uh, to me, the NFC North, I think it's more uh, a one-horse race. I like the Packers. I think they're going to win that division outright. Um, their schedule, middle of the pack, they have a well-constructed roster. They have good depth. They have Aaron Rodgers, rock-solid running game with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And I also think they have the best home field advantage in the NFC particularly when it starts to get cold out there. So, um, but the division sleeper team of the NFC, I definitely think is the Minnesota Vikings. I think McConnell does the best coaching job uh, pound for pound in the NFC um, and gets that team competitive. And I have them as my sleeper team in the NFC, just to be. Are you I just saying that to make me feel better? I kept it in the Ramley. Look at that. You got oh, there you go. The you got McConnell out here. And you got yeah, and remember, you know, according to Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson's the best wide receiver in the league. So right. um, I do have that. He's the best wide receiver to watch the Super Bowl on TV in the league. Absolutely. Right, right. I, and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm joking, but, I mean, he is pretty darn good. Uh, All right. But you, can, you know, can't watch the Super Bowl on TV and then call yourself out as the best. Right. right? <laughs> I think that's I think that's how the NFL has changed nowadays. That would never have happened, you yeah. know, but that's okay. How about you, Tom? Yeah, I'm all in on Minnesota. Um, oh, are you? Have been from the beginning. Yep, absolutely. I think uh, Green Bay takes a step back, uh, and uh, they lost their weapons. Um, you know, uh, and 
uh, yeah, I think unless they sign uh, a true number one, um, just not seeing it. And so uh, in terms of receiver. So uh, I think they take a step back. Um, again, I think that, that we're talked about uh, Kevin O'Connell going over there. He's going to do a fantastic job with them. Uh, really going to change the, the culture um, in the, you know, in much the same way that Zach Taylor did in Cincinnati. Uh, it's going to get the best, uh, the best out of uh, their entire roster. And, um, you know, Kirk Cousins, for sure, I think he's going to be a different guy. Uh, he played under some se severe adversity with uh, just just not getting along with um, Zimmer at all. And so, uh, yeah, I just I love Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, just go down the list. Dalvin Cook, um, you know, just uh, they just have weapons all over the place. And I uh, really like, uh, uh, you know, just really like the team, really like the roster, look, really like the coaching staff now and um, look for them to really be the surprise team in the NFC overall. So, uh, yeah, really look for it. Then if you look at the schedule situation with them, it favors them as well. Their three game differences are they get New Orleans, Arizona, and Indianapolis. Uh, Green Bay gets Tampa Bay, Tennessee, and the Rams. So three big, pretty big differences there. And um, so Minnesota edges out Green Bay. Yeah, and I, I thought I was just being a little bit different here picking the Vikings, so I, I guess not. I think McConnell, if you look at rosters that match what a coach wants to do and plays to a coach's strength, take a look at the Vikings on the offensive side of the ball and McConnell's talents, right? The only question mark with the Vikings is on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, if McConnell gets them to play up to their ability, they lost a couple of games last year where they just played. They shot themselves in the foot, literally. If he gets them to play up to that potential consistently, to their offensive potential, they're going to be at least three games better this season, minimum. Yeah. yeah so let's just just to clarify, let's not get um, uh, O'Connell, um, uh, Kevin O'Connell, mixed up with uh, anybody named Mick Connell. Um, who uh, there's a few guys out there who who probably don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know. So anyway, Kevin O'Connell, not Mick Connell. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm totally thinking about somebody else. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's Kevin <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. The NFC South, an interesting division. You know, um, I'm running with the box. I'll just come out right out, right out and say that. Uh, I, I do think the box could have some issues of line. I think they already are. Uh, so I'm going with the box, but with some trepidation, uh, I, I just don't think there's a lot of competition there. I, I don't like the Saints quarterback. Uh, the Falcons, I think, uh, had a very good draft, but they're a year or two away. And the Pan the Panthers actually will be very competitive as well, I think. Uh, but they're they're not going to threaten here. It, it's going to be the Bucks in this division. How about you, Paul? Yeah, I think it's in the South. I think the Buccaneers just perennially uh, they take that division. Brady, host of other veterans, they know how to win. Rock solid roster from top to bottom. Also, one of the easy schedules in the NFL every year. I don't know how they pull it off. Yeah. Um, I think the Saints are going to be tougher than people think, but I just think Tampa Bay has too much uh, firepower and too much in terms of they know how to win. They have the proven veterans on the roster at the key position, so I think that makes a difference. How about you, Tom? Who you got? Yeah, Tampa Bay in a runaway. This is a similar in, in, for me to the uh, – to the AFC East, yeah, it's a kind of a one-team race. I'm not a not in on the 
New Orleans Saints, a lot of people are. It's one of the harder teams to to sort of handicap. I think um, it's a lot of people who think they're going to win the division. I, I I'm on the other side. I think they're going to be mediocre um, and uh, just uh, not a Jameis Winston believer yet. Uh, so Tampa Bay with a runaway, uh, and then uh, you know Carolina, Atlanta, um, sort of uh, you know getting their feet under them after coming off some couple of tough years. And New Orleans, uh, you know, sort of in that 500-ish range. Okay, so who we got here? We got the NFC West left. Um, how, this is going to be fun. Uh, I know a lot of people. Uh, I've seen. I think it was Sports Illustrated picked the 49ers, and someone texted me. I think they were trying to just get me riled, and I said, "I get it. I get the 49ers winning this division based on schedule alone." But I- I'm not picking the 49ers. I'm picking the Rams. I think Sean McVay and company finds a way to win this division. Yeah, it's an extremely tough schedule. They're just going to take them one at a time. And, you know, no one wants to play the Rams either. So you got to look at it that way. Uh, Rams will be fine. I I think, you know, if they come out with a win against the Bills, that's going to be really big. That'd be a big win for them to get rolling uh, and then roll and then to get Atlanta the following week, get out of the gate 2-0 probably. Just split with the Niners one season, and they'll be fine. Just so much talent on this roster, so much leadership. Uh, and uh, like I've told you guys before, I have never not picked the Rams, so it's the Rams. I don't know. If you look background, you could sort of tell which way I'm going to go, but go through the division anyway. In the West, uh, Seattle's playing on quarterback situation. Um, and just like you, I've seen people picking Arizona to win the division, which I think that oh, team wow. is drastically overrated. Uh, I do like what the Niners have done with Trey Lance. I definitely think he deserves a shot at the quarterback position. They're going to have their uh, year-in, year-out, solid defense, traditional running game, well-coached team. I think that's going to keep them in the mix. Uh, Rams have the toughest uh, schedule in the league on paper, and I actually think that might work in their favor. McVay has been upset all year. He does not want his team uh, coming into the season with the Super Bowl doldrums. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough season, but I think they have enough in terms of offensive firepower. I have they, they have key defensive players that are veterans. They have a great coaching staff, and I think that's going to be the difference. Um, I think they win the division. And who is America's team? Take a look at my background. Yeah, you know, you might be right. Um, okay, so we got two two of us in the Rams column. Where are you, where are you going, Tom? Who you got in the NFC West? Well, I have the Rams as the the best team in the NFC West, but I I do have San Francisco winning the division. Um, I think the roster. Oh, hey, it's been nice nice of you to join us today, Tom. <laughs> and, uh, well, well, let's let's, let's hold off uh, judgment until we get to our uh, championship picks. So uh, the I, I think I just think the roster. Um, uh, I'm sorry. The uh, schedule differential is is so significant. I do. Think yeah, you're right. It the is. Rams. I mean, if I'm being consistent here, uh, the Rams and San Francisco are going to vie for the division, um, giving a huge, uh, uh, taking a huge leap of faith that Trey Lance is going to be the guy that they think he's going to be. Um, you know, and and to be fair to 49er fans, are pretty consistent. They don't think he's going to be Mahomes. They think that you know if he can be a good, solid middle-tier quarterback, uh, get some uh, easy completions that, you know, that Shanahan will set him up for, um, extend some of the, you know, extend some of those plays with his feet, uh, keep, stay away from the turnovers, um, you know, uh, 
uh, I think he'll do well. And they have a loaded roster as long as they stay healthy. A few, few issues on that offensive line that they'll get short up, um, as Shanahan usually does. But uh, So anyway, but the big thing is that they play, I mean, their three games are Chicago, Miami, and Washington. Rams' three games are Dallas, Green Bay, and um, and Buffalo. So a uh, big, big difference in the uh, in the games that they play. And so uh, the three games differential. So if I'm being consistent in a competitive division, uh, the team with the easier three games, so in this case, San Francisco has much easier three games. Uh, I'll take San Francisco to edge out the Rams in the division. And that's actually the third place schedule they have, right? Yeah, and that's the yeah. uh, San Francisco got the third place right. schedule. No, I understand that. Uh, fair enough. Um, I think it really comes down to um, their quarterback play, and I, I think the one thing I'd worry about the 49ers, you know, you want Trey Lance to be dynamic and extend plays and do all those things, and th- that's the thing that can lead to a lot of turnovers as well, though. So uh, I'll be pulling for that. Let's just say that. Yeah, definitely not rooting for the 49ers to win the division. To be right, I'll I'll be happy if I'm wrong. Yeah, there you go. So my wild cards, um, I'm going. I pick the Vikings to win the NFC North. I'm picking the Packers to grab a wild card, and I still think the Cowboys are going to be good enough to get a wild card. And um, I actually have the Lions sneaking in, and cool. I, I went back and. I went back and looked, and I said, you know, do I really think the Lions are going to win that many games? But you look at their schedule. Um, I have them beating the Eagles in the opener, uh, which may be a little bit of a stretch, a team I have winning that division. And look at the schedule. Can they beat the Commanders, the Seahawks, the Dolphins, the Bears, the Giants, the Jags? Can they beat the Vikings once? Can they beat the Jets and beat the Bears again and, and the Panthers yeah, you know, they're probably not going to win all those games, but there's a lot of W's waiting out there for them to take. Uh, and, you know, I'm wrong on this, but that's what I'm rolling with. I, I Like I said, I filled out the sheet game by game, and that's what I came up with. And I had the 49ers missing the playoffs, and that's probably – I'm probably being a little biased, uh, kind of rooting for them to lose certain games, and that's what I clicked on. Uh, this is, I don't really feel comfortable with this scenario, but I don't think it's going to end up matter when it gets to that NFC championship game. Uh, Packers, Cowboys, Lions, uh, those are my wild cards. Wow. Top, yeah, two uh, gambling men online today. All right, awesome. Um, so I think the NFC East is only going to have uh, one playoff contestant. I think that's going to be the Eagles. Uh, I am picking Kevin O'Connell right there, Tom. Right, so I'm going to pick uh, our buddy. Keep it in the Ramley. All right, I think Coach O'Connell is going to do a great job. Uh, I think Cousins, he's going to get the most out of him. Uh, but I do think the following season, I think they go out quarterback hunting. No question about it. They bring in a different quarterback. So I'm going to go with Minnesota. I'm going to go with the Niners. Uh, in the NFL, it has been proven for decades. If you run the ball and play solid defense, you're going to be in the hunt. So, and I think Trey Lance is going to be uh, good enough for them to get over the hump. I think they get one playoff spot, and then I'm picking the Saints to surprise and grab the third slot. 
Okay, so we're kind of we're kind of matching up pretty well, except you're going with the uh, the 49ers and the Saints, and I'm going with the Lions and the Cowboys, right? You didn't pick the Cowboys, right? Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. Okay, that's fine. And okay, who you got as your wild cards, Tom? Yeah, I mean, uh, so I picked Minnesota to win that division, so Green Bay definitely is going to be right there. Um, I picked the uh, Niners to win the, the West, and so the Rams are going to be, you know, right there um, for the wild card. So uh, two pretty easy picks there. Uh, you know, it, this is the hardest thing. It's the hardest pick of this entire of this entire exercise is, is who's the third wild card team, you know, in the in the NFC and Dallas, I think, is a dumpster fire. They don't they don't come close. I'm with Paul on that one. Um, uh, you know, I don't feel it for I don't feel New Orleans. I think they're a 500 team, although 500 might be that third wild card. Uh, so, you know, who is it? Is it is it uh, you know, is it da- a da- I mean, there's always Dallas. Is it great um, New Arizona? Orleans? Is it Arizona? You know, again, I'm not a believer in Arizona. I look at where I put everybody's schedules and or everybody's uh, uh, you know records as I did the same thing you guys did, which is go through all the games. And they just don't see it for any of those teams. I mean, is it a sneak, sneaky pick like like uh, Detroit, maybe Washington um, between Carolina? Those teams? Yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling Carolina. So I I came when I came to the conclusion independently, but prior to this conversation, I also picked Detroit to sneak. Oh, in. there you go. Oh, Lions yeah. resurgence. Yeah, I, I had so three teams from the NFC North, and that's what I did too. Which yeah, is, it could um, be they could be in that nine and eight. That's how bad the NFC is compared to the AFC. Yeah, and, and um, to be clear on this, you know, I didn't work. I didn't try to figure out tiebreakers, uh, and there were a lot of ties in my uh, standings, and I just kind of went with the team that I thought was a shade better, uh, and that that's how the Lions got in. Well. Actually, I don't even. Maybe I just picked lions. Picked the lions because I'm pulling for Jared Goff a little bit. Yeah, they're they're to me they're they're next year's uh, Eagles. You know, sort of sneak into the playoffs but have no hope of right. of, of doing any damage. So, lions for surge. Look at that. Let's throw out some lion names, right? For the lion fans, Billy. Well, what's it? Bobby Lane, Billy Sims, uh, Barry Sanders, Eric Hipple. Uh, any other obscure Detroit names you want to throw, except for Barry Sanders? <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw Jared, Herman Moore's yeah. name show up on the list Moore, the other day. Megatron, you got Megatron, right? right. Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, Optimus Nine came from Detroit, so there it is. Yeah, so I—that's a really a default. I'm not a huge on Detroit. I just—that's sort of uh, you know just by. Uh, process of elimination here it's um just yeah i i think uh like like they said in your twitter space the other day um the nfc playoff path once you get in is not nearly as daunting as the afc because there's going to be a couple of teams in the nfc playoffs i mean it's a long season but right now would it would appear that there will be a couple of i would call them pushovers in nfc playoffs but Certainly teams you're not really that scared of, and you're probably going to get them at home as well. Yeah, and don't, don't forget the Eagles run with Nick Foles, right? All that right. was as improbable as it gets. So you're yeah. right about that. You just have to get in to win it, right? Yeah, and, you know, historically, uh, 
I, I hate to bring this up, but uh, the Eagles are one team that has more kind of had the Rams number over the years. Uh, if you look at the, I, I don't have it in front of me, but that's one team that you'd be surprised to see. Uh, I, I would say they've dominated the Rams, but they have a clear edge. But, uh, you know, I remember them coming to L.A. Uh, in the Jeff Fisher years when they had Chris Long and they beat us. Uh, yeah, a lot of we've had a lot of bad games against the Eagles. So when I think of the Eagles, you know who I think of? Wilbert Montgomery, Harold. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Ron Jaworski. Right. The Polish classic rifle. Eagles. Yes. Classic Eagles. And he, I think he played for the Rams a little bit, too. Jaws played for the Rams a little. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the uh, NFC Conference Championship, I have Minnesota, or actually, where was this game? I don't remember where I had this game. I think it was, uh, they probably had the same record, so I'm not sure where this game would be played at. Rams, Vikings, and I have the Rams winning that game. Advancing to the Super Bowl against the Bills, and I'll just we'll just roll right into the Super Bowl uh, I have the Rams beating the Bills in a rematch of opening day. So the Rams beat the Vikings and then beat the Bills in Super in the Super Bowl in Arizona. How about you, Paul? What's your final word on this subject? I have the Rams beating Green Bay in the championship in one of the best games of the season. And then going and playing Buffalo in the Super Bowl and the Rams winning the Super Bowl once again. They run it back, and they beat uh, Buffalo. Nice. And by the way, that's uh, that was my pick last year, Rams-Bills, so I got half of it right. Um, where do you know uh, your breakout with that um, Ram-Packer game? Where would that be played? or do you? So because of the Rams' schedule and because of the, Ram- of the Green Bay schedule, right, I gave Green Bay the edge. The Rams exercise their demons. They go into the cold. And they win a high. Uh, it's just like the Niner game all over again. They come out a hard-fought game. They win on a Matt Gay field goal. Yeah, and, and I feel a lot. I feel a lot better about Matthew Stafford playing in ten degrees than Jared Goff. That's oh sure. yeah, absolutely. Okay, Tom, you have the 49ers winning the Super Bowl. I assume. Yeah, 49ers all the way. Uh, I know. I'm kidding. Um, no, I have the Rams uh, playing at Philadelphia in the championship game. I think Philly runs away with that division, has a great schedule, I'm sorry, great record, number one seed, um, and uh, and um, takes care of business in the playoffs and, um, you know, gets whoever that's that the Detroit team gets a bye, gets the Detroit team, you know, gets a, you know, something like that. You know, just, we'll see how, how it pans out. But I have them going all the, uh, you know, going, playing all the way through the playoffs at home. They host the Rams and lose. Uh, in a nail biter, and uh, and uh, Jalen Hurts finally uh, you know, starts throwing some picks under pressure, and uh, I have uh, Darian Kendrick uh, returning a a, a uh, pick six to seal it. In the oh, really getting into game. the weeds here, huh? To go to, uh, and I love that guy. I just had to get his name in the podcast, um, and by then I think he's going to be starting, clearly starting in this on this team. Uh, so, uh, and then the Rams and the Bills in the uh, in the Super Bowl, uh, another great Super Bowl, very close to the Rams coming out on top. So we all agree on that. So we all had the Super Bowls lined up perfectly. I think we, I was surprised. Uh, my one takeaway is, is uh, 
the universal love for the Vikings and a couple and more than one person pulling for the, or not pulling, but picking the lines to make some noise. Uh, we all feel pretty good about the Eagles. A lot, a lot of agreement. Um, yeah. and, and I think, you know, what's impressive if you look at it and not just our picks, but at the NFL in general, Thomas O'Connell Staley, right. Talk about right. the Ramley connections. The flair is very strong. It's only going to get deeper moving forward. So yeah. kudos to McVeigh and the job that the Rams organization and what they've done. Yeah. Uh, any final words for you, Tom, before we wrap this up with our 2022 season predictions? No, I think it's going to be a, a uh, you know, it'll be a fun year. I think the, uh, uh, you know, the increased interaction of fans, uh, especially on Twitter, Twitter spaces and the like, um, where, People can get together and uh, and have conversations. Um, you know, in real time is going to be uh, make it a lot more exciting. And uh, look forward to being a big part of that again with the the DTR spaces that you know, for the Rams fans and uh, really trying to lead that charge and coalesce some Rams in in uh, some really good open mic conversations and so forth. So really looking forward to the season uh, and uh, a lot of competitive balance here, especially in the AFC. So uh, really looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be fun. And that uh, that opener for the Rams is going to be so important. Um, they get a home win against the Bills, one of their toughest games. That'll be big. So, hey, uh, we'll sign off here. I really appreciate you guys joining me. This has been great. Um, I'll, I'll close out this content. You guys want to stick around and chat a little bit more about some upcoming uh, things we can do. That That's fine. Uh, but other than that, uh, out here from Rams Up, and thank you, Paul and Tom. I really appreciate it. Rams Up. All right, we'll see you guys. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at ramsup.com. You'll find links to all of our episodes and a link to our YouTube channel. And you can also us a voicemail from our website don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating it's really appreciated and remember keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there music courtesy of bensound.com and the youtube royalty free music audio library crimson fly by hama hama